Mandy Sachs Harnoy has such an inspirational pickleball story. After being down in the dumps due to a health issue and death of her father, she reluctantly agreed to try the sport when a friend asked her to. The result of going to the courts that day changed her life so much that she now inspires and motivates others to improve their health. So let's get to the intro to hear from Mandy. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I'd like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, Mandy Sachs Harnari. How are you doing today, Mandy? Doing well. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, I think it was Dan Beeman, who was a guest on the podcast recently, suggested I have you on. And I know you have a really interesting story, but I always do like to start off with when did you start playing pickleball and how did you find out about it? Started about three and a half years ago. I come from a tennis background, played competitively as a child my whole life in South Africa and played college tennis, then played a little bit of tennis when I got married, but not a whole lot. And then about three, three and a half years ago, I was sitting at lunch with a friend and she said to me, I've discovered this funny game, pickleball. And I said, pickle what? And she said, Mandy, I think you're going to love it with your tennis background. Give it a shot. And I had not been exercising at all a whole lot, was just feeling very down in the dumps. I said, ah, no, don't really feel like it. And she said, come on, we're going to go meet me there tomorrow. And so I did her a favor and I said, all right, I'll go. And we went, we walked into what was the Agura Calabasas Community Center. It was an indoor location. And that's how I discovered pickleball. I just, somebody gave me a paddle and a wiffle ball and I held that paddle in my hand and I thought, oh my gosh, I just feel like 16 on the tennis court again. And we played for about two hours that day and my friend said, all right, I'm done. I think that's it for me. And I said, wait, what? I said, you don't want to play this anymore? And she said, not really. And I said, I think I just found the game that's going to change my life. And that's how it began. Wow. So tell me a little bit about why you thought the game was going to change your life. So having had this, having been competitive in the tennis world and, and having this extensive tennis background, I got on that pickleball court and I just had visions of, of how it used to be on the tennis court. And I saw that it was half the size of a tennis court, so I would only have to cover half the ground. It was a wiffle ball that bounced, you know. And and I just loved the atmosphere at the court. Everybody just welcomed me. It was young, it was old, everything in between. And it was just fun. Everybody was laughing, the game was moving quickly. And it was a very, very easy game to learn and especially having the tennis background. And I just thought, I can't bear going to the gym. I just was completely unmotivated, just didn't want to exercise. And I thought, oh my gosh, if I do this every single day, you know, for a few hours every day, my life 
is going to change. I'm going to start getting fit and healthy again. And that's, you know, I figured after, after hitting the ball for a few hours that first time, like this is something I can really, really enjoy and get really good at. Now, you had mentioned before you went to play for the first time that you were down in the dumps. What did you mean by that? So basically, after I stopped playing, I stopped playing tennis about 15, 16 years ago. I was actually in a tournament and tore my Achilles. And that pain was so unbearable. It took like a year and a half of, of getting over that pain that I just never, ever wanted to experience that kind of pain again. And it just kept me off the tennis court. And I just, basically we had four children. We had them close together and life happened. Life happened in the next 20 years. I had this thing in my head that in order for, for my family and my four daughters to have the best life possible, I had to make extreme sacrifices, which meant there was no time for me to exercise in order to have, for them to have this perfect life. And I, you know, so wrong, but, but that's how it went. And it was, it was very busy with, with, with four children and, and there was no time for me. And then in, in 2015, my dad passed away and I was very, very close to him. And three weeks before he passed away, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and I just couldn't have been more down in the dumps. Literally, we buried him and the day after I started radiation and I just thought lying there, having that radiation, I, I just couldn't believe like this is where my life was at. Like, you know, I'd read endless articles about how so many cancers are because of obesity and unhealthy lifestyles. And I thought, I just, I can't believe that my life has got into this. This is just the worst of the worst. And, and that's why, yeah, I was, I was very down in the dumps at that stage of my life before I discovered pickleball. Well, that's a lot to go through. And I'm sorry to hear about both, you know, your dad and, and your health issue. Yeah. So give give us, I mean, it sounds like you were in a place where you really, you know, weren't exercising, maybe weren't really eating, eating right. I mean, do you mind yeah. saying, you know, what your weight was at that? So I was, I was definitely obese and, and I had been to, you know, I, all the doctors that, that I'd seen regarding the breast cancer, you know, they all said, look, you know, it's just, it's a very unhealthy lifestyle that you're leading or, you know, these cancers, a lot of them are due to obesity. And, and I was a good hundred pounds overweight. And, you know, when I, when I discovered pickleball, I realized, you, you know, you don't have to be in the best shape possible, but as I was getting into it and, and a few months into it, Pickleball was really the impetus that started me getting on the right track because just exercising, just having fun and playing pickleball every single day, just moving. I mean, it was three, four hours, like every single day. I just couldn't wait to get there every day. And, and just moving and exercising again, the weight just started falling off. And 
I thought to myself, when I discovered and, and people started saying, you know, there are tournaments in pickleball, like you can start competing. And I just knew I couldn't start competing because I was 100 pounds overweight. And that pickleball was what finally did it for me. What finally, I thought, you know what? I'm just loving this game. I'm starting to lose some weight because I'm exercising and moving. What if I really stuck to a program this time and, and then I could actually start competing? And I decided to, I tried every single diet out there over the years. And I thought this time I'm just going to do my own thing. I asked myself, what are my triggers? And for me, it was bread, pasta, rice, and potato. And I said, what if I just cut those four things out, like cold turkey? So I couldn't have little portions or little tastes of it. Just cut them completely out of my diet. Not important food groups, don't need them. And, and let's take it from there. So it was what I imagine a drug addict must be like, because when you just cut the, you know, those hardcore carbs out of your diet, it's very, very hard. But I wanted to be able to compete in pickleball. And I, so, so I had the impetus and I had the reason why. And finally, just something clicked that I want to do this for me, for my family. I'm so unhealthy. I'm just not going to be around very long if I, if I don't do this. And I just had this competitiveness like from my, from my youth just kicked in again. And I thought I want to get really good at pickleball. I want to start winning tournaments and I have to have to lose the weight. So I cut out those things. And for two weeks, it was unbearably painful. I was really lucky that I have an incredible support system and my husband and my, and my daughters. And, and they all encouraged me and helped me along and could just see how happy I was. Like, I was just, it was like a new me just going out there every single day and, and playing pickleball. And I think in the first, in about the first four months, I think I lost something like 60, 70 pounds. And then over the course of the next, for like the first year, I lost a hundred pounds. I lost over a hundred pounds. So yeah, it's, you know, it's three years later and I still have not touched one drop of bread, pasta, rice, or potato. So are you kind of in maintenance mode at this point? Yeah. Um, every day is a struggle. Like it's, it's, you know, I have no problem like serving bread, pasta, rice, and potato to my family anymore, but every day is a struggle in terms of just always, always being aware and mindful of what's going into my mouth. Like it doesn't ever become second nature. I should imagine that's like for a drug addict, for alcoholic, for, you know, somebody who's um, obsessed with food every day. Like I have to think about it. I have to say to myself, Mandy, this is why you're doing it. You know, I'm standing at a market and I'm looking at the, the, all the different chocolates in the aisle and the, and, and the chips and, and I used to just grab one and eat it, you know, before I got to the car. And I, I still want to instinctively like just do that. And I've now reached a point where I can say, stop. Why would you do that? Why would you just do something so mindlessly that you don't even want it? Like you're not on autopilot anymore. You're very much in control. You don't need it. You're not going to have it. And I stopped myself. So, 
so I am in maintenance. I'd still like to even lose more weight. You know, the the fitter and and leaner I am, the better it is to you know compete and be on the court. So so. I still pretty much follow the, I I eat what I've been eating for the last three years. I just cut out bread, pasta, rice, and potato. Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like you've made so much progress. And I I know you mentioned at the beginning, the first time you were on the pickleball court, at least two hours playing. I mean, weren't you really sore afterwards? Yeah, really sore afterwards. Came home, literally couldn't move. And I've never, ever had this, like with, with you know, a, a bicycle ride or a gym or I've never, ever experienced like terrible pain, can't get up, but I can't wait to do it again tomorrow. And and I think that's, you know, that's the addiction with pickleball. It's, it's you just can't stop yourself. You just have to do it every day. <laughs> so how, how long did it take you to go out the second time? I went the next day, the next day I went and I literally went every single day after that. I mean, I think for the first year I might've taken off one day a week. I literally played every single day. Wow. And so are you still doing that today? I am. (laughs) I joke with my friends. I say, hi, my name is Mandy. (laughs) I have a problem. (laughs) I do. I, you know, it's, 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 I'm competing a lot. So I play in a lot of tournaments. So, you know, I'm actually playing in one this weekend at the California Open. So I played a good, you know, three to four hours this morning and I'll take tomorrow off just to get ready for the tournament to rest a little bit. But I pretty much, I pretty much play nowadays about four to five times a week. Yeah. Well, it certainly is better than going to the gym, isn't it? Much better, much, much better. The social aspect of pickleball has been life-changing. I've been, I've just this whole new world has opened up. It's just amazing to meet people from, from all over the country, you know, and, and it's so nice. Like the, the people that were competing on the tennis court at 16 years old are now competing on the pickleball court, like in their 50s, you know, and older. And, and it's so lovely, like at this stage of my life, to find a passion and to find other people who are equally as passionate about it, like to share this absolute love of this game and, and to, to be competitive, like at my age, you know, I just, I absolutely love that. It's incredible. Yeah. And how's the Achilles holding up? Good, good. Thank goodness. I, I've never had an Achilles problem. I have a knee problem, but I haven't had an Achilles problem. Yes, I, I can relate to the knee problem. And I, I definitely do a lot of stretching now and strengthening and icing and just, you know, it's you've got to really just take care of your body so much better as you get older. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, pickleball is pretty brutal on the body. You know, it's a lot of sharp, jerky movements on that cement. And we also can't stop ourselves, right? So we all, most of the time, one more game, like, you know, definitely play more than I should probably with the knee. But, you know, before tournaments, I really try to be aware of that. You know, I try and rest it, ice it. And I'm going through a phase right now that it's actually really good. So it flares up, you know, it goes up and down, up and down. But yeah, the stretching is really important. I try to do a lot of that before and after games. Now, I understand you also do some teaching and coaching of pickleball too. 
Yeah, I guess I, you know, when, when this whole, when I started losing all the weight, you know, when I was about 70 pounds down, it was very, very obvious to everybody, you know, that I was losing a lot of weight and I was getting a lot of messages of people saying, what are you doing? Who's the doctor? You know, and literally like every day I would get a call or a text message asking, can you tell me the secret? What's the diet? And, you know, I would reply, pickable. And they would go, no, seriously, like, what, what are you doing? And I would say, no, seriously, <laughs> if you do three to four hours of pickleball every day, you're going to start losing weight too. And a friend, you know, I said to a friend once, it's, it's crazy, like the amount of people that are reaching out to me, asking me what I'm doing. So she said to me, well, why don't you just go on Facebook and just tell everybody so that it's out there and you don't have to repeat the story over and over. So I thought, oh, and I, and I did it. And, and I went and I told my story of how I got into Pickleball and how I lost the weight. And it became that first episode, that, that first little video that I did was, it just had like, it, it was insane. I never in my wildest dreams imagined it would have that kind of reaction. You know, just like hundreds of people were, were liking it and commenting it and, and just being so incredibly supportive. And so many people said, can you do it like next week? Can you share more tips every week of like what you're doing for losing weight? And at the time that I was losing the weight, you know, there's, there's a million and one people on Instagram telling their story of how they lost weight and, and they're motivational and inspirational. And you click on from one to the next and everybody's got a story of how they're doing it, whether it was surgery or diet or whatever it was. And I found, I just happened to click on this one girl who goes by the name of Fat Girl Fed Up. Her name's Lexi Reed. And something just resonated with me and Lexi and I just found her inspirational. She lost over 270 pounds. And every day that I was just kind of feeling low, I just thought, oh, some days, you know, we're just hard and it's, it's hard to stick with it every single day. And I would look at Instagram and there was Lexi like pumping up saying, you can do this, you got this. And I thought to myself, wow, if this one video of mine has had this kind of reaction and I did it every, every once a week, maybe I could be the Lexi to somebody else. And I never in my wildest dreams when I started this whole journey imagined that it would go down this road, that I would be able to help other people on their journey. And what, what became Motivation Monday, I do every Monday, I do like a little three-minute video on, on where I'm at in my journey and, and, and the struggles, the highs, the lows. And I think people find it really inspirational because I'm just like a regular mom, like everybody else out there, you know, nobody famous or, uh, and people could relate. Like if Mandy could do it, I could do it. And so many people just send me messages constantly how I've had this like unbelievable impact on their lives. And they finally have started a journey to get healthy and get fit. I was actually once in, in the Trader Joe's and this guy flagged me down and he said, you know, you, you don't know me, but I know who you are and I just want to thank you for saving my wife's life. And I, I said, what, what do you mean? He said, you know, because of these Motivational Monday videos, she has turned her life around. 
And I was like, wow, I mean, I'm able to do that. Like that was just an incredible moment for me. And, And I just love this whole aspect of my journey that, it's kind of come full circle that I'm helping others now, you know, which, which is amazing. That's great to hear. And if people want to get some motivation from you, how can they find you on Facebook? So Mandy Sachs, S-A-C-K-S, Harnoy, H-A-R-N-O-Y. Yeah. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I go by Mandy Lou Gets Fit. Yeah. So... Yeah. And, and you also do some teaching actually on the courts too. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, oh, because of the, yeah, because of, you know, I'm constantly, constantly talking about pickable on these, on these motivation Mondays. And I, and I talk about, you know, like winning tournaments and, and the incredible life that pickable is giving me right now. And, and so people started asking me, can, can you teach? And I just have so many people who have gotten into pickable, like just tons and tons of friends and friends of friends who, you know, this, the sport is exploding right now. So everybody's hearing about it all the time. And, and I think like, it's amazing to have somebody in the community who, who knows it and understands it and is able to teach it. So I'm actually doing quite a lot of coaching and, and loving it really, really enjoying it. I'm also sponsored by Head. And that's that's been like just one of the highlights also of the whole Pickleball journey. Very proud to be sponsored by Head and acknowledge that, you know, that they wanted to give me that. So, so I'm very proud of that. And then you also have kind of another side gig, don't you, with doing some writing? Yes, there's a brand new magazine that's come out. It's called In Pickable. And it's it's really a beautiful, beautiful magazine. They've just published their their first edition. And it's really like a pickable lifestyle magazine. Basically, it's I I write for the for the magazine. You know, the first the first article is is really my story and how I got into pickable. There's there's a doctor who comments on like he's just written an article about tennis elbow, which is a very common injury in pickable. They cover an amazing section on where to play pickable all across the US. Like they've covered, you know, hotels and and locations, these beautiful, incredible destination locations. There's an amazing crossword in it. And there's a lovely segment in it on, on food by a chef and what's like an ideal meal to have before a pickable game. And lovely common interest stories, things that are happening in the community. So it's not so much geared to like the the hardcore play, tournament playing person. It's really appealing to the masses who just love pickleball and want to go out there and have a good time and interest stories for them. And it's a lovely, beautiful magazine. Yeah. And where can people find it? They're actually on Instagram and they have inpickable.com website and you can subscribe actually to the magazine to get it, but you can actually see the most of the first edition online. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. That is uh, great that you've got so much going on. And I just, I love your story in terms of pickleball being such a 
game changer for you. So I know you listed kind of your Facebook and Instagram if people want to reach out to you. Is there is there anywhere where else they can get in touch with you? Yeah, I'll give you my email, Mandy Harnoy, M-A-N-D-Y-H-A-R-N-O-Y at gmail.com. All right. Well, it was great to have you on the show today, Mandy. Such an inspiring show. I really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you, Lynn. It was lovely to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes.